Welcome to an inspiring message from Awaken City Church. For more information about us, visit awakencity.com.au. For those of you in person, for those online, for those of you that may be watching this as an archive sometime in the future, two, three, five, ten years down the track, welcome to Christmas Eve 2020. And just in case there are people watching in archives into the future, can I just remind you of the kind of year that has just finished. It started off in the beginning of the year with millions of hectares of Australian land being set on fire and billions of creatures losing their lives and we thought we'd never get on top of it. It quickly moved into January, uh, February, March where a virus became the butt of bad jokes and by the end of March, the entire world knew it was no longer a bad joke. It was real. Even today, most of the world still finds itself in lockdown in some degree. Here in Australia, though, especially Western Australia, especially Rockingham, you could be forgiven for thinking everything's okay because we're on the eve of Christmas and we're about to celebrate like we normally would, don't you think? We've had a crazy presidential election in one of those nations up in the other hemisphere. We're poised to celebrate. But this year will not be marked or finished with all those things. God had the last say when on December 21, for the first time in over 800 years, the star of Bethlehem could be seen in our skies in the month of December. Now, it's appeared before, but not in the month of September, uh, December, not so close to our earth. And whilst we know that it's not the exact same star that was seen in the sky when Jesus was born, I think it's a reminder that God gets the last say, don't you? And as I think about that, I'd like to take us into some thoughts about Christmas this year. In fact, I want to talk to you on the subject, just one subject, and it's about taking hold of the gift. And children, can I promise you right now, can you just, if you listen to Pastor quietly for the next few minutes, I promise you when you wake up in the morning, the gifts that you're going to get from your mum and dad are going to be so much better than the gifts you get from Father Christmas. You're going to get good gifts from him, but mum and dad's gifts are going to be so much better. Promise you, if you listen well, aren't they doing well, mums and dads? Mums and dads don't care because you've already switched off. You cannot hear your kids right now. It's just the rest of us all, grandparents and whatever. We could. You know, the Lord gave me a picture of Jesus being given to the world as a gift. But that gift comprising of more than one parcel, like some of you, tomorrow, you couldn't buy just one gift for your loved one. You've got a whole stack of gifts. You call it their present, but it's stacked. And as he showed me that picture of Jesus being that kind of gift, he reminded me that many of us can get so overwhelmed by what's in the first or second gift, if there's three of them, that we may even forget to unwrap the third until the loved one says, there's another one. Don't forget that one. And as I thought about that picture that the Lord showed me, 
I'm reminded of John 3, 16. This is how it reads. For this is how much God loved the world. He gave His one and only unique Son as a gift. So now everyone who believes in Him will never perish but experience, experience everlasting life. God did not send His Son into the world to judge and condemn the world, but to be its saviour and rescue it. And can I remind everyone in the room and everyone online that Jesus wrote these words of Himself. I, I think all of Christianity around the world needs to be reminded that Jesus did not come to judge or condemn, but to save and to rescue. Can we just be reminded of that at Christmas? You see, in Genesis, God so loved His Son that He gave Him the world. But in the Gospel of John, God so loved the world that He gave the world His Son as a gift. In the first place, the world was a gift for Jesus. In the second, Jesus was the gift to the world. But you've got to open the gift to fully reveal the blessing that's on the inside. And I felt like God wanted to remind us this Christmas that in Jesus, there's more than just the gift of salvation, eternal life, that we miss hell and make heaven our home. But there's also in the gift of Christ, the incredible power of the Word of God, which is championed by the church. Can, can I remind us all today that according to the Bible, that the church exists to champion the Word of God, that this Bible that we hold in our hand is literally Jesus become flesh. And if we ever move away from the mark of the Word being our source, we are going to end up in the wrong side of the kingdom. And so with all the craziness going on in our world today, and I don't want to rehash 2020, I'd like to just move into 2021 with y'all. Can I remind us that Jesus is the gift of salvation, but He's also the gift of the Word and the church is the champion of the Word. And so in 2021, I'm not sure what's going to happen. I don't think there's any pastor or preacher on the planet that's bold enough this year to prophesy what's going to happen next year. But I do know this, that in 2021, we'll remember that Jesus is more than just the gift of salvation. He's also the gift of regeneration. And can I remind you that regeneration is God regening you. He regened you into a completely different individual. And in 2021, those genes of heaven shall come forth. And then the final, and this is not supposed to be exhaustive, give me a break. They gave me 15 minutes to speak to you tonight. Don't, don't ask me to go deep. But the third part of the gift, which I think in some ways by the church has been left unopened, is the gift of the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, I come to baptise you with the Holy Spirit and fire. The one and the same. But here's the reality. If you do not open that gift and... The title to my message is Take Hold of the Gift and we'll see that in a verse that we'll land with in a few moments' time. But, you know, I really believe that we the church, we the followers of Christ, we those, those that are called to champion the Word and champion the works of Christ in our world today, we need to 
revisit and open the gift of the Holy Spirit in our own personal lives. That once you discover him, see, I just want to mention some things almost in a teaching mode here. But once you discover the Holy Spirit in your own walk with God, you find he becomes the source of everything in your world. Tomorrow morning, some of you, all of us, I guess, in some way will open up a gift. Mums and dads have been buying them like crazy for the last few weeks. But you know when you buy one of those gifts for your kids, on the side of the box it says what's in the box and it kind of tells you that (laughs) some of you are getting nervous now because there's that one gift that you don't have batteries for, you're in trouble tomorrow. But when we, we look at the Jesus gift, the Bible's really clear what's in the box. First, it is salvation made possible by the blood of Jesus where forgiveness is given and reconciliation. It's interesting that forgiveness requires one, but reconciliation requires two. And in the first part, God did all he needed to do. He forgave us and he made reconciliation possible if we respond to his gift of forgiveness. But when it comes to the Holy Spirit, can I encourage you to take hold of the Holy Spirit now? You know, to some of you, you just need to be reminded that the Holy Spirit is a person and a force, not just a force. He glorifies the Father and the Son. He never contradicts the Word. That's a good reminder for us all. You can offend Him and you can grieve Him. You can obey Him and you can please Him. He can endow you with supernatural ability. He can pray through you when you don't know what to pray. If you've never heard of Him, can I declare to you today, can I invite you to this place where you get ready to discover Him? Many followers of Jesus took years to discover Him. If you do a survey and a study of the book of Acts, you'll see that 19 years in, eight years in, 19 years in, there were believers that had been following Jesus for years that didn't discover the Holy Spirit until eight and 15 years down the track. They had ministers come in to tell about the wonders and the mystery and they went, oh, We'd never heard of him. Can I say, I think the modern church in some way, we have not heard of the Holy Spirit, but we will in the days ahead. Once you discover him, he becomes your constant guide. He's not your GPS. He's not your GPS. He's your constant guide. He's there with you all of the way, walking alongside. But to those of us who feel like we know Oh, Claude, it's good. This is a nice message for others, but I know about the Holy Spirit. In other words, you're familiar with Him. Can I encourage you to develop a new sense of appreciation and respect for Him? Allow Him to lead you into a new dynamic because you know what? Jesus, Holy Spirit and Father cannot be separated. But I want to tell you, once you come into a realisation of the fullness of Father, Son and Holy Spirit, the dynamic of your walk with God will change. For all of us, what's in the gift? Lay hold of the gift. By all means, go ahead and lay hold of the gift of salvation. 
by all means, go ahead and lay hold of the gift of regeneration that you've been regened by God. But in 2021, lay hold of the Spirit of God where He desires to empower you with supernatural ability in all areas of your walk with Him. Because like never before, our world needs a church that's on fire, filled with the Holy Ghost and actually walking in the real manifest presence and power of God where we can forget about the theatrical stuff that has been added to. Can I just pray here for a moment? Father, in 2021, as we get ready to celebrate the birth of Jesus and all you've done for our world, we make this pledge to you as Awakened City that God, Jesus will not be an add-on in our life. Even tomorrow in Christmas, God, we declare to you that the food and the seafood and the celebrations and the gifts, they're all add-ons, God. We're not going to add you on to Christmas. We see Christ as Christmas. He's the centerpiece of salvation. He's the source of sanctification. And God, today, we want to thank you for the gift of Christ coming into our lives. And we declare that we will lay hold of all that is in the box called Christmas this year. In Acts chapter 2 and verse 38, Peter addressed a crowd of people where he said to them, repent and return to God. And each one of you must be baptised in the name of Jesus, the Anointed One, to have your sins removed. Aren't you glad your sins have been removed? Aren't you glad that you're not sitting there today so self-righteous that you don't think you ever needed Him? Oh, one or two of you think you didn't need Him. I'm so glad that He removed my sins. Then you may take hold of the gift of the Holy Spirit. For God's promise of the Holy Spirit is for you. It's for your families. It's for those yet to be born and for everyone whom the Lord our God calls to Himself. Actually, after 32 years of celebrating the true meaning of Christmas, here's my perspective on what God is saying to me this year as we go into another year celebrating Christmas. God sent His Son to the earth as a gift for our salvation. His life, His death, His resurrection could not have happened without Christmas. But really, as I read my Bible, the Christmas story is not the centrepiece. If the Christmas story or, or, or the Bible story was summed up in one story, it would probably be the story of two gardens. In the first garden, Eden, the devil led Adam to a tree that led to death. In the second garden, Gethsemane, God led his son Jesus to a tree that led to life. If we were going to sum it up in a story, it could be the story of two gardens, not just the birth in Bethlehem and, and the pretty story of the gospel. He is the centrepiece of salvation, the source of sanctification. All God wants from me this Christmas is to become the gift that I've received. 
Can I suggest to you today that God wants, this is what God wants for you at Christmas time. He doesn't want to get you to get all crazy and mad about a man in a red suit or about decorations or commercialism. That stuff will go on forever and ever. And in some ways we partake of that and we love it and we give love people with it, but we can still keep Christ as the centre and the first. Is that right? We can still do that without getting all prickly. But if God wants anything from us this year, this Christmas, He wants us to become the gift we have received. Be the forgiveness that someone else needs to receive. Be the mercy. Be the kindness. Be the compassion. Be the joy. Like, like be the joy. Joy to the world. Be the joy to the world. I, I know that I, 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 I've been telling my kids for years a lie. Here's confession time, therapy for me. And I was about to pass that lie on to my grandchildren the other day when one of them asked me what Boxing Day was about and I just gave the standard response that I heard from my parents that it was the day that the World Boxing Championship was on and you just all sat down and watched the big fight. But I discovered Boxing Day had never started like that at all. It was the day after Christmas where the wealthy got together and put boxes together for the poor and all the servants that had been serving on Christmas Day got the day off and received gifts from the wealthy. And I had to go back and apologise to my grandson and say, oh, I'm sorry, I got it wrong, it was this. Thanks, Google. Uh, Wikipedia. But what an amazing thing that would be that we would actually take on the whole thought of Boxing Day, that we would, after the day of being so blessed together with family and friends, would think about others that could do well from us being the gift in their world. I do think the world can be categorised into two groups. And I'm sorry, but I, I think you'll agree the entire world can be categorised into just two groups, givers and takers. On the eve of Christmas 2020, let's be the givers in our world. Let's give the gift we have received. Can I pray with you right now? Father, thank you in this moment, at this time. We have so much to be thankful for. God, I'm thankful for every single person in the building. I'm thankful for every person watching online, those watching now and into the future. God, I pray that 2021 would be a year where we carry your gift of salvation, regeneration and Holy Spirit empowerment into the hearts and lives of every single person we come in contact with. That God, we would take hold of the entire gift at Christmas and we'd know all there is to know about Jesus in the here and now. In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to this message. We hope it has blessed you. If you would like to find out more about Awaken City Church, visit awakencity.com.au.